thrill me. This show is part of the Thrill Me Podcast Network. Experience more on Facebook and YouTube. Welcome to me being in my goddamn cave. Why? What do you mean? You got your? It's so dark. You're in the. Oh. You're in the place that looks all cool. I mean, I got my. Uh, oh, I see. My glasses here. That's neat. Yeah, I, don't I have a fucking I don't studio. Th- I see. <laughs> I see. Yeah, but you look good. You pop. I'm trying to. I don't. Uh, I yeah. don't know if I don't know if you could tell. I'm still in spooky mode. Uh, always. <laughs> Got that Mikey Myers hat. <laughs> yep. Shirt. Halloween shirt. Jack mug. I got my uh... Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, Liquid Death. Oh, my God. Do it slow Always. like that again. <laughs> Here we go. Wait, Do see. it slow. I won't watch it slow again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He did it. <laughs> ah, There we go. So, yeah, we're doing this weird. Like, it's, okay, just because you're watching this and it's different than how we've been doing this show, this episode's not even because we had to do it this way. We're testing. Yeah. So we wanted to, so worst case scenario, we yep. can't get together uh, to to record an episode. We wanted a fallback plan. And so this is, this is to this try is- it out. This is it, baby. So yeah. it might it, it might be shorter today. It might. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. So what's new with you? Oh, man. Uh, let's see. What's new with me? So today, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but oh, please. today there's, uh, I interviewed for like this, like three, it's like three month. It's like a three month gig. You and this temporary shit. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, so it looks good. I'll find out officially tomorrow, but. I have to wear like dress shirts and stuff. So, and I'm out. So here's the thing, dude. I had all these dress shirts yeah, and they all fit me. Great. And then right. like, I kind of put on weight and then they stopped fitting me. And so much. So even when I fluctuated in weight, I was like, I never got back down to that weight. Right. And so I got rid of them all. And oh, now wow. I'm back down to You're that weight. Down. Yeah. And none of my clothes fit. So I'm like, all right, well, if I need some uh, dress shirts and stuff. So I went out today and I was shopping a little bit uh, to try to get some more. Just scrambling. I'm like, I don't, I have like nothing. And if I yeah. can't, I mean, I barely, I don't even, I have like a week's worth of uh, dress shirts now. So uh, <laughs> I need, I need some more. But, oh, you went so shopping. We'll oh man, that, did, did the wife go with you? Did Leanne go? No, it was my sister. <sighs> oh, now, you know, you know mean, where she is. She's back at the farm. Oh She's yeah, at the farm that's with the right. Kid. Again, this fucking farm, dude. I don't know why. Yeah. Okay, so this uh, is just between you and me. I don't get it. Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get the, the one farm? to go. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get wanting to go every like. I get, well, no, day. so I said I said the same thing. So they have a tortoise, and I love tor. I would love to have like a big hundred year old tor- a tortoise my entire life. Right. Uh, so they have one there, and I was like, yeah, that'd be cool to go see it. And feed it, but I'm like, uh, but I'm not paying admission for that one animal, and I'm not really gonna get any, anything out of everybody else or right. everything else. So I'm like, w- w- yeah. So it's it's pointless to me. I'm like, I get nothing out of seeing all of the animals. I like animals. Right. I don't want to yeah. eat animals, but I get yeah. nothing out of uh, seeing them. Whereas in, they yeah, love they're, it. They're, they yeah, love they're it. Upset. They can't get enough. Quite literally, can't, can't get, get enough. enough. Season pass holders. 
Yeah, season pass holders. That's right. To a farm. (laughs) To a farm. Now I say this, and I know. Okay, maybe you know this question. I know during spooky season they're going to have hay rides and stuff like that. Are they able to do that? That's a great. That's a great question. I don't know the answer to it. I really don't know. Um, I didn't dive into all that stuff. Possibly, if they do it, I don't see why not. But it might be one of those things where like. You have like the free admission, but like extra stuff you might have to pay for, or you get like a discount. Right, right. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know, Whatever. I don't know. What, I th- what's new I with you? It, well, speaking of season passes, I went to Bush Gardens finally. Yeah. I went to the beer okay. fest. And it was a, it started out rough, and I knew it was going to start out rough because there's not what a What do time you mean rough? Okay, so every time I start the season of Bush Gardens, this just happens to be the end of summer. Usually it's a spring thing. I cannot yeah. not go to the um the help service counter. Like something's always messed up. Okay. And we have to do something. Oh. Lo and behold, happened this time. Um so it started off a little rough because Bush Gardens did this thing. It was wild. They've never done this before. When you do your season pass, it rolls over. For some reason, and I think it's them being slick, they didn't renew Brooke or Teen Hilton's ticket. So when we got there, like we were trying to find our like reward stuff and her stuff wouldn't pop right. up. I'm like, this is weird. And mine would. And I'm like... Why did this happen? So we go there and they said, oh, you never renewed. No one told us we had to. It was a rollover effect. Always has been. Our price was the cheapest to get it. When mm-hmm. it first happened, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, you'll pay $10 a month. Well, right. they, they've they raised their price to like $16 a month. So wow. because right. because it did not get renewed, we had to get the $16 price. Now, when I was online, right, you were grandfathered in. Right. Yeah. And I looked and I looked online while we were at the counter and I got this little message on mine that said, if you don't renew by the 28th, your pass expires. And I priced that and said, okay, you're good to go. What? <laughs> like, what kind oh of BS God. is this? Yeah. What kind? Yep. But, the, the good news is they're, they're back as past members. We get all the benefits, all that ticket stuff and okay. things like that. So that's that. how it started rough. Started yes. rough. Yes. All started these rough, problems. So many problems. But <laughs> I will say this. I think this is the first time, and don't don't take my word on it. Mm-hmm. I think finally the, the passes came in for a festival that mattered finally. Because, again, Beer Fest started. Every day right. you every day you go, you get one free sampling. So you go to the little voucher kiosk and you just print this ticket that's like, okay, I take it to a stand and get a beer. So and it's like a seven, eight ounce beer. And I'm like, well, now I don't need to buy your forty dollar sampler because Brooks getting one, I'm getting one, Teen Hilton ain't going to use his, so that's three. Yeah. A sampler that costs 40 bucks is 10 samples. <clears throat> I'll just do that. And right. I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm not saying it's improper guidance. Right. But there it, it is. 
put in the theme song. <laughs> but I am saying you should do that. <laughs> it is proper guidance. <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> Consider it done. But yeah, so outside of that, I mean, it was a fun th- I rode the new roller coaster. They And again, started so rough, but boy, the Bush Gardens, they, they let it, baby. We yeah. had, we, for as season pass holders, they had this thing back in 2020. If you came on a certain day, they would give you express passes for the new roller coaster that opened this year. So but it was supposed to open back in 2020. Right, right. But they never did it. And then in right. 2021, they were like, nah, we're not, we're not opening it, which is kind of wild to me. So they fucking opened it. It's been open since spring and we have these passes. We came out and they were like, yeah, you're good. Come on. Cool. Well, that Shocked. worked out. Shocked. Yeah. So, That's... Bush Gardens, you're doing it, baby. Right. You're doing it. Starts off a little rough, but they got okay. there. They got there. Yeah. So, um, the, the only other thing I got is I hate vloggers. Theme park vloggers. Vloggers for theme parks? Why? Yeah. Like... Like the ones that we watch when we're like, all right, you check out this new thing at Universal or whatever, and they're the ones with the videos and they do the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Mean? Those, yeah, yeah, those yeah. people? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a million of them. Sure. And I'm not joshing. Like, I'm not saying all of them are bad, but like. Of course. Because we have friends, like uh, Just Universal things, they're vloggers. But I realized something this past week. And if you want to go to Patreon, join our Patreon, Throw Me Podcast Network. Uh, Brooke and myself did a Try Not the Drink HHN Vlogging Edition. Mm, so we made a drinking a game with with every time someone said something or this is negative or stuff like that. We ah. drank. And let me tell you, I was done with my beer before the fucking video <laughs> was over. So, uh, so what's... Yeah, go ahead. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. So... Get into Vloggers, it. what they normally do, they go into theme parks, they go to the stores, they show you the new items that are out. If there's a new merch thing, they're showing that off. If there's a new ride, they're showing that off, Something, whatever. So HHN, you right. know, they, they yeah. have a lot of stuff going up for their Halloween stuff. So vloggers are going constantly like every day. My problem with it, it's all yeah. Floridian. They got new content to put out. They got content. My problem is, is <laughs> that they don't actually matter. Like the reason why I'm mad is because they don't yeah. do anything but point to the thing and they make money. Like me right. doing Hunter's podcast, yeah. I'm actually putting out episodes that are like 45 minutes long detailed thoughts. Right. I go to the event. I review the thing. Like I'm giving you stuff. I can barely crack number. Like I get numbers, whatever. And I'm pretty satisfied with them, but you're talking, these vloggers get like 30,000, 40,000, sometimes a hundred thousand. Yeah. So how do they get into that position in the first place? Are they people that like maybe once did stuff like that originally and then they gained a following and then they've kind of like, well, since I have a following now I can promote these these events and uh, rides and stuff, or oh, I mean, like, how do they become like the selected few? Because you're right, there's not much of a skill to go into one of these parks and point right. to things, and then just being like, "Oh yeah, that's fun. Hey, look at this. This is new." Like, seems like a privileged lifestyle. 
Yeah, well, it is. I, I, the biggest one that I know of is Tim Tracker. I still watch his stuff. I feel like he does a good job. But it's funny that you bring that up is Tim started his vlogging way back in the day, 2010. Like, he is the original Before anybody vlogger. else was really doing it. Yeah, sure. he was the first. He that bought a sense. camera and he recorded his life. Not even necessarily theme parks, though he loved theme parks. Then he started going to theme parks, okay. and then he realized, like, the theme park stuff was getting the most attraction for him. Yeah, yeah. So then he became a Found theme that park niche. vlogger. My, and this is, honest to God, like, I think I've, I don't like vloggers because they, or theme park vloggers, because they don't look like they enjoy what they do. They don't even look like they're having a good time. They don't ride the rides. They just yeah, come in, okay. shoot, leave. And yeah, I think that's yep, my gripe. I love HHN. So I want to talk about it. And I made content for that. These guys come in and are like, let me show you a purse. Dude, it's like, I, I, yeah, you're, I know exactly what you mean. I felt, I felt this way with like music early on. So back when mm. I was in like high school, uh, early 20s, when I, did, and I was struggling as a musician. I would love to just be right. a professional musician or a famous musician, musician or whatever. Uh, and I hated like working really hard and caring about music and my craft. And then, you know, Ashley Simpson, there was a, uh, I remember there was like, I don't know, some, one, some reality show on MTV mm-hmm. and Ashley Simpson being Jessica Simpson's little sister. Sister. She like recorded it in an album or whatever because she's privileged. That's just of course. She, yeah, she has all the material. Her, her family is in the business already, and so they're like, "Great, you do it too." And one of the episodes was about her first concert, her first show, and how she was like nervous to do it, and it mm-hmm. annoyed me so much because I was like, "Why was she handed all of this stuff? She not even has a reality show." And then she plays her first show where I had played hundreds and hundreds of shows already. And I felt like I was struggling just to get anything. And it really, really sucks because you you end up looking at it like it's not fair. First of all, it's just not fair. The people that end up uh, most of the time very successful and famous are not people that necessarily that worked hard for it. A lot of it is just coincidental or you just get lucky. And it's really frustrating to see. Uh, you know, just the Justin Bieber's out there that were just plucked up by some producer being like, all right, you're going to be, well, we wrote these songs, mm-hmm. you sing them. Mm-hmm. And then, and it's like, this isn't a, a passionate musician, uh, you know, versus right. like a, like a Dave Grohl or a, a John Mayer or something, regardless of right. the type of music they're into what they're doing. Ed Sheeran, Post Malone, mm-hmm. they're passionate people. I love that they're famous and that they're doing well. Uh, but it seems like there's just some that are just like, it's just handed to them. And that's right. all over the place. And that was the hardest part about being a musician was the having to just see that and just deal with it. And just knowing like, yeah, it's, it doesn't matter how hard I work, I guess. And it sucks because like I'm sitting here like, oh, I'm definitely coming off bitter. But the weird part about it, I think I'm okay with it. Like, you know how some yeah, people well, I get like, that oh, how dare you be bitter? And it's like. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like I've done yeah. this and thing dude, that we're doing for 10 years and it's just hard yeah. to figure out like, like I get it. Podcasts aren't, the, it's a niche where everybody yeah. has YouTube. Yeah. 
So the market's flooded. It's like everybody can play guitar. I mean, but I get it, dude. Like your bitterness is not, it's not coming out of a bad place because it's not coming out of, yeah, you, you know, you've worked on it for a long time and it's not that it's, you don't see it and go, I worked really hard. They didn't. So I'm bitter. Right. It's that you, you, you work hard at it because you genuinely love this stuff. You right. love it, man. All the way to your core. Mm-hmm. And to see other people doing it that don't love it the same way that you do, that's, I think, where the bitterness comes from, which I think is is totally okay because that comes from a good place. That comes from not a, oh, I deserve it because I work harder. It's a, you're not even enjoying and appreciating what you have, and whereas in you would. And that's, that's always like hard to see uh, somebody right. do something that you would love to do. And they're like, I mean, imagine like meeting somebody uh, – you know, if I met, like, I'm not into the horror stuff, right? So I'm yeah. not into that genre. Now, you can pick somebody from that horror genre, a famous person, and mm-hmm. that you would love, you would kill to meet them. And if right. I just happened to meet them, I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, sure, they're fine. I don't really, whatever, I don't care. You'd be like, dude, fuck you, man. Like, it was Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah, Bruce you Campbell, Bruce great. Campbell. I appreciate a little bit of, yeah, I appreciate Bruce Campbell, but not as much as you. And so right. it would be unfair to see me uh, have the opportunity to like meet a guy like that and talk to him and ha- not have any questions to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so that would like, be wild. It would, just, it would be hard to see. And it's, so it's always <laughs> hard to do that stuff. And when you're in like a kind of creative uh, or entertainment platform, you end up seeing the people that you're like, all right, come on, you're, you're doing this and uh, you don't even get it. You don't even care as much as... You don't even know. Yeah, dude. Did I you ask that. him about Evil Dead? What's Evil Dead? <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. Oh, I love it. Yeah, um, no, you got you. Was the chainsaw real? Though. Did they really cut off your hand? <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> oh, I love it. No, but you, you bring say? up good points. You bring up good points about like the bitterness is kind of healthy because you're right. It is something I love, and I go out there. I mean, it's happened. Yeah. All my life. Well, like, even when I pro-wrestled, like, you would see people get hired by the big company that just because they have a body. They suck in the ring. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, the old yeah. man didn't care. Right. He just wanted bodies. So, it, it's, it's frustrating. It's hard, it's hard to see, man. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. That's, it's it's kind of like, it's people that uh, complain that, uh, that football players, you know, basketball players, they make millions of dollars. But like teachers and nurses, you know, they make so little and it's like, all right, well, you know, that's true. We see that we see these patterns and we we should be valuing like teachers and nurses and such uh, more than athletes. But the other problem is the athletes bring in the money. You know, teachers and nurses are not bringing in a ton of money uh, to get paid for. And so I think it's that sort of thing. Like everybody kind of looks at society in general and uh, there are a bunch of things that are not fair. And uh, yeah. I was going to point them out. I think that's I okay. Mean, I well, think- the, the way I look at it is like, you know, sports, media, all that, it's entertainment. But there's a reason why that's the most grossing is because people like us, the nurses, the teachers, the workforce pay to like, here, do this for me so I can be happy. And like, where right. do you think that money's going to go? <laughs> you know what right. I mean? It goes yeah. to them. And yeah. actually it goes to the owners more. It goes to the yeah, way more the so. people behind the scenes yeah, more they so actually than the get a players. Tiny cut. Yeah, yeah absolutely, uh, of course. And then you know, and then college, college sports even more so. The kids don't get paid anything. 
Nothing. It's insane. Nothing. It's insane. I heard. Uh, I don't know yeah. if it was recently, but I heard that they were thinking about paying him. And I'm like, yeah, I did hear that. I love that. <laughs> and I don't know. That might even be happening in some universities. I'm not sure, but yeah, oh, yeah. I've um, seen those movies. I've seen that. Have you yeah. ever seen He Got Game? <laughs> Shit. There were two ladies waiting in his bed. Come on, man. Oh you ever see what, what's another? Uh, Blue Chips. Blue Chips is my favorite. Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte's the fucking coach. I don't. I don't understand these references. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you never seen Blue Chips? Oh, man. It's, no, it's, I don't even uh, think I've heard of it. It's Nick Nolte. <laughs> as much as I can keep saying that. Uh, Shaquille right. O'Neal's Oh, in yeah, I got it now. <laughs> oh, all right. Shaquille O'Neal's oh, in my it favorite. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's about a coach who he's a fucking well-known coach for basketball, and he finds out, like, the program that he's in is giving like cars money to all these prospects that are coming. And like, he's freaking out about it because they're going to come for him. And then he finds out that former players on his team took the bribes and he fucking like loses his mind. Ah, So he's like, I'm not going to coach this fucking dude. (laughs) Cause I'm Nick Nolte. (laughs) Cause I'm Nick Nolte. He says that that's the line. I'm Nick Nolte. I was the Hulk's dad who turns into three fucking headed dogs in the worst Hulk movie. That's my Nick Nolte. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Give him the I'm Oscar, Nick Pete. Nolte. <laughs> All right. Do we have any uh, questions? What was the most disturbing video you have ever seen? So, Justin, hmm. the internet has a lot of lot of videos that you could see. Have you yeah, ever Yeah, and you seen... know what? When Two Girls, One Cup, that was like the first one. That's the that's the big one I was thinking about. Uh, yeah, when I, I'll say this. When I see something and it references like a video or like a term and the comments are, don't look that up, don't look it up, and then everyone looks it up anyway, I don't look I... it up. Yeah, no, you're smart, but I feel like that's a thing going on right now with, like, TikTok. Like, TikTok's doing a new wave of it where it's, like, they're they're recording themselves and it's, like, them crying because they searched this video. Right, yeah. So there's a yeah. lot of, like, I forget what the fuck it's called, like, vatting, vaking, vaking, I don't know. Have you heard about uh-huh. it? Uh, yeah, I don't recognize the term you're using. It sounds a little familiar, but uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so you don't I, know not, what it is. And I'm, but I'm not interested. I'm not interested. <laughs> but let me tell you. What if I was Nick Nolte telling you? <laughs> was that the most disturbing video you've seen? Yes, it was Nick, Nick Nolte. Nolte doing it. That's right. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, you don't need to know about it. That's fine. But two That's girls, funny. one cup's horrible. I, I actually, honestly, I go to the movies more so because there's some effed up things. I think Human Centipede is probably the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I would say I didn't see the movie, but I saw the poster, and I know, and I saw the South Park episode, and oh, uh, it's the Sentai pad, and uh, it's it's not a it's not a nice thought. I get why it was uh, made into a movie because somebody pitched it, and they were like, "That's fucked up. Let's do it." Uh, I would say um, the Blair Witch Project came out. Ooh. What year did that come out? Ninety nine. So I was like 15 
And I mean, I I was like right in that zone. I, I mean, I believed because all of the press was this was a tape that was discovered. Right there, these right. weren't actors; these were real people. And I fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. Right. Uh, and so when I saw it in the movie, we saw it with a bunch of friends, and I remember thinking, I'm like, that was the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. And right. now it doesn't hold up. No. But but no. at the time, but for the time. Yeah, at the time, oh my god, it was it was it hit me right in that sweet spot. I was old enough to watch it, but young enough to just be. And then the movie I was the most terrified to actually watch, where I was like trying to like get myself together, was The Ring because I had heard how scary it was, and mm. I was terrified of it. And I was like, okay. And then I had to like pause it like five minutes in and be like, this movie can't hurt me. Right. I'm going to survive the movie. You don't need to be scared. And then I watched it and it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Um I I definitely think theater experiences are more of the the way to do horror movies because I it sure. makes me it well I can see it, that. it's funny because like yeah, Blair Witch, I wouldn't call it a bad movie. I would 100% be like, "Oh no, that's a good movie." Do oh, I sure. ever do I ever want to watch it again? Absolutely not, because I know it's not no. like we're what twenty plus right. years removed. Like I'm not yeah. going to be yeah. phased by it. Um, but I think right. of movies like Paranormal Activity, where do I, was I think, say that was? Mm-hmm. Do I think it's a good movie? Probably not. Is it a fantastic theater experience? Yes. Because right. everybody right. was screaming in that theater. But if you go back to it, right. it might not affect you. I did watch it maybe two years ago with Brooke. And Brooke's scared of everything. So, like, I don't right. know if I was more affected by her being scared or did I find any of it creepy. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, but that's the thing is when you're... When you're in a movie theater or with any audience, really, even if you're at a sports game, I mean, that energy, you become a part of it, which is what I like so much about it is Mm -hmm. so even if other people around you are scared or if they're laughing like you end up, I end up laughing more when other people are around me are laughing. Uh, And so I imagine that like even if so, regardless of how like a, a horror scary movie is affecting me, if I'm around a bunch of other people in a theater, in a dark theater and if it's affecting them in a type of way, it's also that's going to kind of uh, come off on me as well. So, yeah, I can definitely. So I saw Blair Witch in the theater and wow. I saw um, the ring, the ring. Uh, in my in my bedroom, like yeah, during the did. day. Yeah. Was it a VHS? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it was. It was probably during the DVD days. It was probably a DVD. Yeah. Well, I think the movie came out 2003 or four. So DVD. That sounds right. Because I felt like I was like 18 or so. Yeah. Probably right. was a so, DVD. You don't do a lot of horror movies, though. I don't do... I mean, I really a don't horror do movies. any of them. That's what I'm saying. But, like, when when was the phase-out of watching horror movies? Because if you watch The Ring and Blair Witch, it seems like there was this time and period where you didn't mind them. What, like, kicked you out? Anxiety? No. No, it has... It, actually, it has nothing to do with the genre. I think mm-hmm. what it came down to was... I used to just, I used to just watch movies, mm-hmm. like all of them, a lot right. of movies. Uh, right. I feel like I had a lot of downtime. 
Uh, I, right. whereas in now when I think about it, I'm like, I'm so pick, if I'm going to spend, if I'm going to carve two hours out of one of my days, I got to make sure it's going to be worth those two hours. Whereas in back in like my, you know, teenage years and early twenties, it was like, I mean, watch movies all day, every day. It was just so easy to. So I think it was, so then I feel like also as I got older, the movies and shows that I end up watching become more of a, a niche thing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it just fell uh, by the wayside, all sorts of stuff, like even like action movies and stuff. Like I'm a hard sell when it comes to if it's a movie outside of a franchise that it's that I'm already into, mm-hmm. um, you know, if they make a, a new new Batman movie, I'm like, cool, I'm going to check it out. I know Batman. I like Batman. But right. if they're going to make like a, you know, quantum man movie. I'd be like, all right, well, what's that? It's, it's action. It's got, you know, so-and-so this actor and this actor. I'd be like, all right, I'm, I'm probably not gonna I'm probably not going to see it. I haven't seen John wick. I bet I would like John. John I you bet would. I would like John wick. Haven't yeah. watched it. I don't. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they're good, but you know, not whatever. Right. Uh, and so, and so there's a lot, most movies I just don't see now with horror. Uh, a big part of it is what doesn't work for me. And I learned this while watching quiet place because mm-hmm. we watched quiet place. Cause I yeah. was like, all right, John Krasinski. That's interesting. If he's going to make a horror movie, uh, yeah. this sounds like an interesting premise. And I'd like, mm-hmm. kind of like to see, I like the office. So I'll like quiet place. Right. Let's so I was like, do. right. So I was like, all right, this looks, it at least looks interesting. Uh, versus right. just like horror, and it probably and, you know there were horror elements to it, but it's it's also more like sci-fi, which is kind of more my thing. Yeah. Um, like I'm into like Alien, and I'm into yeah. Signs. Uh, <laughs> I'm into Alien. I'm into Aliens. <laughs> aliens. I'm in plural. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's oh, two. I really I'm... like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> If there's a singular and then a plural version of it, <laughs> like I love Terminator and then I love Terminators. Mm, don't think that exists now. <laughs> it should. It should have Terminator. There, is a, should have been. there is a Predators. Is there a Predators? Mm-hmm. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Uh, right. So, and uh, there should be like prey that, but they spelt it plural. There should have been a prey Praise. singular and then prey. <laughs> That's plural. the sequel. Guys, we got <laughs> right. it. Put it in the bank. Uh, God, whatever I was saying was long gone. Uh, but I was talking, no. So, oh, I realized during watching quiet place, I wanted it to be, have you ever seen, what was that Matt Damon movie where he went to Mars? I don't think it's mission to Mars. Yeah. I think that's it. Is it mission to Mars? Maybe. Doesn't matter. No, no. Is it just the, uh, the Martian, the Martian? Yes. Yes. Thank you. So the Martian, uh, have you seen that movie? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that movie, he's stuck on the planet, and what he does is he has to problem solve himself out of the situation, and then so do the other uh, cosmonauts that right. end up trying to get him. Great, uh, and I love that. At one point, one of his spoken lines is, "I'm going to science the shit out of this." Yes, that I love. Now, cut to uh, Quiet Place. That's what I wanted the quiet place to be. I wanted it to be problem solving. Okay, there's a creature with an interesting thing. They can't see us, but they can hear us, so we have to be quiet. Then I want the problem solving to ensue. 
and be like, okay, well, what does that mean? They're walking around on sand. Great. That's a, that's a, I'm like, that's all interesting to me, how they live everyday life by being quiet. Right. And I wanted it to keep going that direction, but it's not a sci-fi problem solving movie. It's a horror movie. So it leaned away from like what I feel is like more like logic and sciencey stuff and more into the, we're just going to try to scare you now. Mm -hmm. And I didn't get anything out of that. And so I'm like, Oh, I think that's what I always see out of horror movies is I always nitpick the logical stuff and Mm -hmm. it ruins the movie for me. Now I'm trying to get better about it. Like for example, you helped me a lot. I we watched uh, what was the uh, invisible Invisible Man, the most recent one. Was yes, it? yeah, the Invisible <laughs> the Man. Invisibleist, the Invisibleist, okay, right? <laughs> the new one. So the, the newest new one. one, right? Yes. So I watched that movie. And invisible Mans. <laughs> yeah, Invisible Mans, <laughs> Invisibles. Uh, so watch that movie, uh, yep. and. And I didn't care for it whatsoever. I'm like, nothing mm-hmm. is happening. Nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. Is this so? And then I'm like, okay, so you want me to believe that he's actually this invisible? Like, what kind of technology would you even need? Like, we're not saying this is like where a magic exists. So, like, you really. So I get stuck in all this dumb stuff. And then you yeah. and I talked afterwards about it. Right. And and I've also seen a couple like other like YouTube videos about it, and it made me like more so appreciate what was going on. Like, say for example the shots being set up for two people, even though there's only one person in it. Right. And I, and so it kind of creeps you out in the sense that like, is there another, or like, you know, the shot would kind of linger on a spot where there wasn't anybody where it then makes mm. you feel like, okay, there is somebody there. Right. This is all stuff that I was in the horror movies. I would appreciate it, but right. I didn't get it. I was like, what's happening here. This is just dumb. These are just dumb shots. No effort is being put into this. I can record an empty room. Am I a genius <laughs> in the horror genre film? So like I get hung up on all this dumb stuff. Yeah. And then I, you made an excellent point, which I didn't catch in the movie where she only was attacked when she was at the restaurant mm-hmm. filled with people. Right. And that, and that's something that, again, that I don't appreciate in the moment. But once you pointed it out, it's like, you're right. You expect someone to be attacked when they're alone right. and you feel safe when they're in a restaurant filled with other people. And that's when someone got attacked. All shit that like, I look back at, I'm like, oh, those were all great decisions. Absolutely great decisions. Watching the movie before I understood all this, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get anything. I don't, I don't know what this is. It's like the people that don't like, uh, you know, all the superhero genre. They're just kind of yeah. like, don't, it's all the same movie. Don't care. Don't get yeah. it. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit of that. Um, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So that's but kinda... also the Marsh, uh, the Martian directed by Ridley Scott, Ridley Scott directed alien. You're welcome. That alien. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm waiting back for the Martians for movie. <laughs> oh, that's true. And uh, so alien is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, in the set and like Jaws where it's, it feel it's more like problem solving and it's got like that thriller aspect to it, which I'll tolerate. I'm cool with it, but right, right. it's got more sciencey stuff and problem solving stuff to kind of keep me going. Now stuff like, uh, you know, Halloween where it's just yeah. like a dude's just coming to kill you. Killing it's kill just you. the thrills. Yeah. Right, and so right. that sort of stuff just that. happens to just not do as much for me. Yeah. And it's I scary. It, these things are scary. These Look at your mug. So it's scary. scary. It's, ooh, spooky. Um, spooky. Yeah, no, a horror movie, it's interesting because, like, I love, I think 
horror movies is the only genre where potentially you can have a critically acclaimed version of the movie or you can have a piece of crap, but you still love it. Like, I don't think like drama, comedy, you know, action even if it's bad, like if there are bad versions out there of those movies, you don't want to watch them. But horror movies, there's something. Give me an example. So for a horror movie wise, I'll even go, I'll go, I'll, I'll go current. So currently Netflix has a movie called Day Shift. It stars uh, Jamie Foxx and Dave Franco. He's a vampire hunter. There's some comedy in it and stuff like that. The action scenes in it are fucking stupendous. And like, it's dumb and corny and stuff like that. Like it's directed by a stunt coordinator. Who's done oh, a lot oh, then of those movies. are the best. Right, like extraction sure. type guys. But the plot of it, the, the the acting, all of it's just so fucking corny. It works. And then okay. you can have a movie like Hereditary, where it's like starring Tony Collette, who's like her kids possessed by a witch or some shit like that. But the way that it's shot and the slow pace and stuff like that, like it's really fucked up. But like that year that movie came out, the internet almost set uh, the Oscars on fire because Tony Collette wasn't nominated for an Academy Award. Oh, That's the kind of shit I'm talking about. It's not, And it's not even one right. of the stance of like, well, she didn't deserve it. No, she fucking deserved it. And, and everybody thought critics thought they would get it. But like when you look at Caddyshack 2, who likes Caddyshack 2? Nobody, yeah, nobody likes grab. it. Yeah, it's a cash yeah. grab. It's a bad version yeah. of the first one. Like, right. bad shit. You're not going to get the same magic. Right. So dramas. I mean, I don't watch a lot of dramas, but fucking if there's a bad one, I don't want to watch it. I'm already bored on good right. dramas. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and that's, that's another genre that like, you know, I usually don't get anything out of. Right. Uh, because, you know, it's a lot of. But yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I mean, I've been thinking about that a lot lately because I'm just like, I, I feel like I used to love, dude, I, so I don't watch movies anymore. There's most movies mm-hmm. I don't watch. And it's right. weird because I literally have. Oh yeah, a, a film reel. I don't think yeah. I've ever noticed that. Well, I mean, I don't take, it's because well, you don't pay attention to my body. You always make me turn well, the other way. It's the other part of your body I pay attention <laughs> right. to, baby. It's the other end. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I have, because I, now I have, this as a matching tattoo with my brother, mm-hmm. but my brother and I were like, oh, let's get matching tattoos. What should they be? Uh, and we decided on a film reel because we just grew up watching movies. Right. Uh, and we ended up getting a lot of the same like sensibility. And, uh, and so that's what we ended up doing. And so I'm like, yeah, and I love movies. So much I got a tattoo of it on right. my side. It hurt. Right. It hurt really bad. Uh, and now I just feel like, I don't know, my life just doesn't, maybe my eventually my life will again accommodate me just like watching movies all the time. Maybe it's just because I have like a, you know, a kid that doesn't really let us sit in peace and watch a movie. Right. Um, but I do. I'll be real. I mean, I, I'll be yeah. real. I think I know what the problem is. Two, it's a couple of problems at that. One, you're a TV guy now. Like TV wasn't TV back when we were kids. So like that's true. It the getting of the content that way is how people take it. Other way, <clears throat> back in our day, there was only like 
10 to 20 movies a year that were worth watching. And there is literally a movie a week or every day a movie is released. Yeah. There's already four John Wicks. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Like it's coming, baby. (laughs) How many Mission Impossibles have there been? There's going to be eight. I got to catch um, up. Like there's always so much to catch up. I haven't seen game of Thrones. I haven't seen breaking bad. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure I would like them, but it's, it's a lot of time to commit it's too much content. It's too much content. And the biggest problem that the content today has, and I feel bad for it because I thought about this with like teen Hilton, even uh toddler Hilton where I'm like, Oh, you're never going to rewatch things. Like, one of my favorite things right. is, is, like, I'm going to watch Halloween What a every great year. point. I'm going to watch Ghostbusters. They're not going to do that. Once they, like, once Grayson watches Afterlife, he's done with it. What a he's great gotta move point. On. We, now, so, gro- we, gr- growing up, had set DVDs or, like, VHSs in the house. Mm-hmm. I would watch those movies. So, the movies that I watched as a kid, I watched so many times. Right. And you're and and it was like few and far between when you would get a movie like when the the next door neighbors would get like a movie you're like great can we borrow it right. uh that was exciting or if we recorded a movie like off the tv or whatever with commercials still in the middle of it Damn right. it's, that's so true and it was just and now there's just so much going on there's so much out all the time you're never gonna go back and rewatch stuff hell like most of the movies that i rewatch. Now it's to prepare for another movie that's coming out. I mean, the only yep. reason why I rewatched Top Gun is because Top Gun Maverick. Go see Top Gun. Go, Go see, see Top it. Gun Maverick. Oh, next time I'm over there, by the way, I have a poster that we could put up in the office. Ooh, love I'm that. Like, and it's it's pretty. I'll send you a picture of it. Love it. Love um, it. Okay. But, but yeah, so yeah, man, what I, a great I, point. But I feel, and you, now your tattoo. Aren't watch movies. Your your tattoo has a, a wild kind of now sentiment for me. So thanks for getting that tattoo. Sure. Where it's like film and VCR tape. Like you would watch it so much that the tape would break or film yeah. could break stuff like that. Yeah. That's how much you rewatch something. Today's yeah. age, it's all digital. Yeah. There's no way. You're even going to rewatch it, and that memory space isn't going to break yeah. because you're not coming back to it. And I yeah. just thought of this as well, where like Marvel, like yeah. this is how bad it's gotten, is that Marvel Phase One, Two, and Three, I'm going to continuously watch always. I mean, uh-huh. like I'm going to go back to Civil War, the Avengers, yeah. all those movies. I look at like the stuff I watch now, and because they pop it out so often, we can't do rewatches of it. Right. There's no fucking possible way, especially with all these shows and stuff. Like I, I wanted to watch, I wanted to watch something before one of the latest things and I didn't do it. Maybe it was, it's actually both Thor and Dr. Strange. I never went back to watch either of them. Right. Right. Because I was busy watching current Marvel day TV. Like I don't get that chance anymore. Yeah. And there's and, and quite honestly, like I feel like most of the value is in the rewatch. If I mean, I mean, if they're good, the good movies, mm-hmm. the value mm-hmm. is in the rewatch. I mean, like I like watching something and then let it kind of digest. And then you watch it again. When you, especially when you're seeing new things every single time you see it and you appreciate, like, especially like phase one and phase two of the MCU. Like there's so much I didn't get the mm-hmm. first, like 
it took me a wa- uh, several watches to give a shit about Peggy Carter. Like, I yeah. forgot that that was... I'm like, oh, yeah, he's still, like, hanging on to his, like, kind of not girlfriend from the you first one. You knew her one. for two weeks! Right, exactly. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, but then, like, especially going back and rewatching it more, like, oh, yeah, I have to... I actually have to remember, like, he is a man out of time. Like, everyone he knows is dead, with the exception of Peggy for a minute there before she dies, and Bucky. And, I, I mean... It, it's only something that once I rewatch it more and more, like that stuff like dawns on me and then it makes it more powerful when, right. you know, versus like just watching it and you're like, okay, why are Bucky and, and uh, Steve Rogers fighting? Cause it's an action movie and it's cool. Like right. that's the main reason. Uh, and mm-hmm. so the, I usually take it at face value. The first time I watch it, I'm like, cool, I'm just on for the ride. Great. And then through rewatches, I realize some, a lot of the undertones of what's actually happening. Um, especially when they come back in like later installments and then I go back and rewatch, uh, earlier stuff. Like, I mean, even in, uh, spoiler alerts for Endgame, even, you know, the last scene with Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter, like it's, it, the payoff is if you were invested in those characters and you get invested in those characters, the more time you rewatch those movies. I have a friend who she has never seen, we might've spoken of this before. She's never seen the MCU movies, right? Right. And so we just watched infinity war together. She just got to that. Fortunately, she still like avoided all spoilers. It's insane. Wow. Um, so uh, the only thing she had said was, "I saw, I, I, I saw a spoiler, so I know like Spider Man dies." And I was like, "You're fine. That's you're fine. Guy. You're fine. There's still the least plenty of your problems." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but she's the other problem is she's only she's literally watching every movie one time. Right. And I'm like, I know she's not getting the same out of it as I am. Like mm-hmm. when we went to see Infinity War, we watched the other Avengers movies again and like Civil Before War. Cause it's yeah. like, okay, where do they leave off? And so it reminds you of all of these things. And then when they make like callbacks and references, you actually get it's so much more rewarding the more you've seen these movies. And it's not just a, I've seen all the movies so I'm, I can appreciate the next installment, it's like, no, the more you've seen these movies and the better you know them, the more you'll get out of like Infinity War and especially Endgame. Such a sure. much bigger payoff. And uh, it is going to be harder and harder to do that as we move forward in the MCU and just yeah. in I general. Mean, I'm excited about the next installments and like the next Avengers and stuff like that. And it's fun, but it is getting to the point where it's just like, I can't go back now. I can only go back to my three. It might be different. Well, let's end on that note, buddy. Yeah, there it is. So thanks for listening to Improper Guidance. We'll let you know if the cops get called. Uh, make sure you follow us on Throw Me Podcast Network, uh, Facebook, TikTok, and, and, and Instagram. And yeah, if you want to ask us any questions, do all the things Justin's I, pointing I, to. I'm, I'm pointing to links and cards that don't exist. That don't exist. Boy, I can't wait till cards exist. <laughs> Comment there. Comment there. Yeah, leave a question in the <laughs> comment. Uh, or you can email us, thrillmepodnet at gmail.com. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> bye, buddy. Bye-bye.